0: it no one if anyone writes you up for not having your email open all day like unless it's absolutely needed for your job and you do everything in your email and that's like how your tasks are based is opening your email like fuck that job get out of that job <laughs> that's toxic
1: welcome to we're all just faking it This is episode 17. Today we are talking about getting your shit together at work, how to stay organized like a pro, staying on top of tasks, time management, all that good stuff. With us today, we have Steph, Dana, and myself, Braylon. And I was gone last week. Hello, everyone. (laughs) I was gone last week but I did listen to the podcast and I have to know Dana did you change anything with your coworker? did you like come to a better conclusion please update us I know we're probably all dying to know
2: I did I um I started just like asking them to do things um and like just like leaving it and not like asking them if they were going to do it and like just letting them like do it when they decided to. I mean, if it got to like towards the end of the day, I'd ask them how they were doing with it. But other than that, like that was it. And they stopped caring so much about like how it was done. I just kind of let them do it. And then if they needed help, I would help them obviously. Um, But as a whole, they they did like more things because I think I just took a step back. And I do think like overall, it was more of a like me problem than a them problem. So I do think it's worked out a lot better now.
1: Was it Steph that gave you that advice initially? I think. Yeah. right? Yeah, it was Steph. That was great advice, Steph.
0: I wish there was a more tactful way to say it, other than like just give less of a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it was it was advice from um from my own CEO, and it's it's I have very high standards when it comes to anything, and good management can't. Just get frustrated and just like, okay, I'll just do it myself because I'm the only one that knows how to do it. Um, you have to, you have to be okay with other people's okay. And for me, that's difficult because I like things done a very certain way too. So you can write all the process that you need in the world, but sometimes it's just about finding the right person. Um, which, of course, I know is even more difficult when you have absolutely no autonomy about who's in the role. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think it's about being less of a perfectionist and less high standards and more just like, this is one thing that I don't need to do now, and that's been taken off my to-do list. So however they want to do it, that's fine. They they can do it their way, and I will do the tasks that I have myself my way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's... It's got to be a relief.
1: I found it interesting that you said, now that you like are not checking in on them all the time, that they're actually getting more done.
2: Yeah, because like they would do stuff and I'd be like, oh, are you going to do this yet? And I like they they have this thing and I do it too, actually, uh, which is really funny. We both have the same problem where you're in the middle of something and then someone will email or someone will ask you to do something. You You go off from what you're doing. You don't finish what you're doing. You go off to do something else and then when you come back, you're doing something else and then you forget to come back to that task. So every time I'm asking them about a task or doing something, they would then step away from that other task. And then, like, obviously that that one task is then not being done, so then they're going back to that one. So that, that task that keeps getting missed because there's so many other tasks getting in the way could have been the first task that I asked them to do,
1: you know? I actually just learned that um, everybody does this. Everybody does a thing where they're at work where they're working on something and then all of a sudden they get an email and it reminds them that they need to go open up a web browser and go to a different program and maybe work on something else. And then somebody comes up to their desk and says, hey, can you get this for me? And then they start working on that. And then an hour later, they're like, oh, my God, I remember task one. And they go back to task one or maybe you open your web browser and you like click on a tab and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah this is what I was doing. That is like a human problem for everyone at work.
0: (laughs) That, 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 that is exactly what caused me to go and get ADHD medication. Um, (laughs) I I am not kidding. That is a true story. I got a new job and it was like my first week in the job and I started a project at eight o'clock in the morning. And it was about three o'clock in the afternoon that I accidentally opened the spreadsheet from that morning, realized I didn't complete that task or any of the four others that I started that day. And I said, this is a problem. I am going to go get help for this. (laughs) And then I took ADHD medication for three years. Um, (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, that let me introduce you to the wonderful world of monotasking. Um, I I have worked... Very hard over the last few years to take that exact situation and make that happen like maybe once a week. Monotasking
1: is great. I I still get distracted. I'm not professional, but I also don't have to get as much done as you do. So I have a little bit more room for leeway in my work life. (laughs) I I have
0: definitely uh, structured down for sure, at least in in this last job, because there's just so much that needs to get done. I'm very structured now.
2: Can I ask you more about monotasking? Like, like, what do you kind of do? I so, know it's like one task, but like...
0: <laughs> well, I found, I found monotasking through the Pomodoro method, which is a whole other separate topic. Basically, the idea, and it, it comes with a couple of different elements. So, like, monotasking can be done in a lot of different ways. The way that I do it is I actually block out my calendar with tasks. So I know exactly how much time I have in between each task. I give myself the five minute gap in between so I can like go pee. I schedule in like literally on my calendar. I have an event every single day for an hour that says food slash not work. Literally anything else I want to do, as long as it's not work and also contains food, I get to do in that hour. So the idea of monotasking basically is you pick one project to work on and you eliminate all other distractions that you have around you. Um, you don't take other phone calls during that time. You flip your phone upside down. Your phone goes on silent. Um, you close your email application. Believe it or not, it's okay to do that. You can close Outlook or Gmail.
1: You don't actually have to have it open all day, every day. <laughs> that in itself um, is a helpful tip. Like, oh you don't God, have to have your email <laughs> open all day.
0: You literally don't. If no one. If anyone writes you up for not having your email open all day, like, Unless it's absolutely needed for your job and you do everything in your email, and that's like how your tasks are based, is opening your email like, fuck that job, get out of that job, <laughs> that's toxic. <laughs> um, so the other thing is if with monotasking, if something comes up while I'm monotasking and it doesn't have to do with what I'm monotasking on, it goes on something called a parking lot. And then I revisit that parking lot in a very specified time of my day. It's the last hour to half hour of my day. I go through, I reconcile my notion. I reconcile my parking lot. I go through whatever emails I had flagged for follow-up later. That's like my catch-up time. Um, I have at least 30 minutes of that in the morning and at least 30 minutes of that at the end of my day. And that way I kind of feel like I always have a handle on things. God forbid I miss one of those days. It's a little bit hard to get caught back up, but... Just states, get your shit together.
1: <laughs> I recently got my shit together. Um, I have been seeing this program on TikTok, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard about. Um, it's called Notion, <laughs> not sponsored, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> unless not. you want to sponsor us, maybe. It could be um, Notion. Hey, <laughs> we all love and use your product, anyways. Um, the way that I describe Notion to people is um, it's like a personalized website that your entire life can live on slash in. Um, and it's it's honestly, I, I, from what I've heard from people is it's very overwhelming to begin with it. But I kind of just... Mm-hmm did a deep dive in and dumped like brain dumped everything I was like thinking about and just like trying to keep track of on like random notebooks and like sticky notes and like maybe like a to-do list on my phone reminders and like something in my notes app like it was just chaos like I had so much stuff and like things saved in bookmarks like TikToks that were favorited like it absolute just unhinged disorganized chaos and I dumped Everything into Notion. And when I tell you the peace that I felt the next day that I didn't have to be thinking about all this stuff was like noticeably different. Like my brain was like, ah, we can relax now. It's a second brain.
0: You made a second brain. I literally made a second brain.
1: Into a second brain. (laughs) Yes. So that's how I describe
2: Notion. <laughs> me. You just described yeah. how I do my to-do list and things too. <laughs> that makes me want yeah. to throw
1: up. I feel like that's most <laughs> neurodivergent people are just like kind of a mess when it comes to like life yeah. organization. But here's the thing: we think we're doing great. We think we're holding it together. We think that we're organized. We think that we know when things are coming up, and in reality, you don't, and everything's a no. disaster. <laughs> I found
0: Notion because I was very I work is my entire self-worth identity, which we'll probably get to later. Please,
1: please, yeah, please work gross. on that, fixing that. I know. I know
0: it's really gross, but I literally do not know how else to be. So we're we're gonna probably have to pay a therapist or something for for fucking that. Um so very organized at work. I used to use Smartsheet to organize my entire life. I've used it for about five years. I absolutely love it. Um, But it was getting to be overwhelming. And I had no way of keeping track of my home life, only my work life. So I made a fucking smart sheet at home, which is impossible because I can't get my husband on it. He's not going to fucking download SmartSheet and operate a spreadsheet for his home life. What am I, insane? So did the research, (laughs) landed on Notion. And probably spent about a good three months hyper focused on reading videos,
1: looking oh my up gosh. every template possible. You're so much more of a learner than I am. <laughs> I well, I'm just like, like, let me dive in and do it myself, honestly, and I'll figure it out. <laughs> I was
0: 20 minutes away from buying a $700 Notion course, and then I found this guy. His name is Thomas. Shit, I'm so sorry. I should know this. Um, anyway. I'll, I'll link him in Discord. Go join the Discord. But he talked about Second Brain. So then I found Second Brain from Fort Labs. And Second Brain also uses the para method, which is projects, areas, resources, and archive. And basically the idea is that you split your brain into different areas. So I have home. I have work. I have streaming. I have podcasts. I do and roughly the same thing.
1: Yes, yeah, you build yeah. goals
0: and projects and tasks within those, and just like yep. what Braylon was saying, she had bookmarks, she had TikTok save, all of that shit can go in Notion now, and it's all in one spot. My God, it's it amazing. is overwhelming, but like, holy shit, it's a game changer. I use Notion now at home. I have dedicated laundry
1: days. I getting my laundry done. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. you, Dana. <laughs> I feel like Dana is somebody who is more on the. It overwhelms me. And I need to use template side, whereas me and you, Steph, are like, I want this exactly how my brain functions and works, so I need to make it from scratch. Which yeah, is like I, what I, I did. I need
2: to make it from scratch, but like I can't I can't get it how I want it in my brain. Like I know how I want it and it's just not conforming to how I want Thanks. it and I'm in that struggle at the moment with it, which is why I'm getting overwhelmed because I'm like, why have people got these templates that look amazing? Like literally these people are like so talented. And then I'm like trying really hard just to do a like to do list the way I want it. And it's like, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs>
1: so, I I'm learning me. I had to focus on making mine like I, I wouldn't say it looks like it's not aesthetic like there's a lot of notion templates out there that you will find that are extremely aesthetic I do not think that mine is aesthetic but do you know what it does I filled it with pictures and colors that make me happy to look at and then I made it mainly focus on function it is function first aesthetic second and i just added pretty colors and pretty pictures but like my font's not fancy i didn't add any images from canva i don't want to take the time you know i need i needed to work for me and for me it needs to be super fluid so like Mm -hmm. i just had to go with what notion offered and and i just put stuff that i liked and then it really helped
0: for lack of capacity i ended up buying the template and i i dana same, same fucking page. Same page right there. It was, I did not have capacity to even fathom building something up from scratch for what I needed. So I specifically went out and it's just like, I I just, just do it for me. But see, like now watching like, <laughs> braylon and blaze like prettify theirs i'm like god damn it how do i do that i want to do that can i do that in here but everything's already pre-built and i just spent 50 fucking dollars on this thing which by the way it's half off right now if you guys want that i'm not a paid sponsor um (laughs) i i just like i want both so i was like maybe maybe now i can kind of like start building it off like to the side and make like another section in notion where it's like steph second brain and then followed this method but then make it pretty i don't know that sounds that sounds like it's going to take a lot of time but i i literally do not have
2: <laughs> i think I it's like discord because like i was in Brian's discord server for ages when i was learning how to use like discord and then i had my own discord server made by somebody um who's very nice to like just do the starting bits but now i add things like channels categories i don't i'm not even like scared of like creating anything in there anymore i add bots i like do all sorts of things that i like when i first joined Braylon server i would have been terrified to do so i wonder if getting a template and using the template and just getting used to notion and then creating your own one if you want to could be the way to go for some people yeah I think that's. I I love that
1: I think that if you download Notion and you're like oh no (laughs) this is scary then a hundred percent you should like google and find a template that you like and maybe you find one that's like super cute and aesthetic already like blazes and you change it or maybe you find one that's way more about function like steps and you work on making it pretty like whatever you need to do i think that's totally the way to go um we'll
0: link all of ours so you can pick through everything that we use and then maybe you come (laughs) up with something that's like a meld of everything so it's like super functional but fucking aesthetic as fuck and then we can use it. That'd be dope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like with templates, you can always build. <laughs> I used to be the person though. And I don't know if you guys resonate with this, who had ADHD, who like at work, I would say like, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it at all. Like somebody would come up to me and yep. be like, Hey, and I'm like, if I don't do that right now it's never happening again. Now my tagline is, if I don't put that in my Notion, it's not gonna get done, which is so much better than having to interrupt your day and do like random little yeah. offshoots. Now you have the phone app, it doesn't even have to be in the right spot in your Notion. I just open it up and plop it on my homepage somewhere. And then later, oh yeah, there's that thing I needed to remember. Dude, yeah. get a quick capture up.
0: page literally make a page that's quick capture parking lot, right? It's title it parking lot and then dump everything on that. Reconcile that thing, like 30 minutes, last 30 minutes of your day. Just put it where it needs to go. Organize your notion. I
1: love this. I still, though, am somebody who loves to take notes by hand in a meeting, though. I will forever be a pen and paper girl. So the best thing, too, is like I go in my meeting, I take all my notes by hand, I sit down on my computer, I enter them into Notion, into their according places. Like, you always know where everything is.
0: I know it's a little bit privileged to say, but I literally bought an iPad for that reason. So I to can take write them by in, hand. in. I can literally take my notes by hand in Notion, in and Notion. it converts it to text, and then I can search for it. And it's yeah. been the best thing ever. I used to That's use really Goodnotes. Nice. I love Goodnotes. Goodnotes is beautiful.
1: I just want our audience to understand that Steph like works really hard and has a job with a lot of things, <laughs> so like she has to be like very, very organized, and deserves an iPad. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I dr- I bought it for drawing. <laughs> so I I'm not even gonna pretend like I bought it for work, but I I bought it for Procreate, and I told myself, see, like I'm the ADHD person that will buy things, and it's like I'm gonna make things and sell them, and my hyperfixation burns out, and that's why I'm sitting in a craft room. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, um, like post-it notes, that they're, they're kind of good to use um although my desk at work is just full of post-it notes of things I need to do and remember and I would love so much to have like that in my motion for work um for sure like people like like I'll be going just to like get my lunch and then someone will be like oh well I've caught you and I'll be like ah, I'm not gonna remember this by the time I've done my lunch and gone back to my desk let me put this into my notes page and I could just put this in my notion and it will be there when I get to my desk and I really need to, maybe later I need to have a look at templates properly. <laughs> this is like spurring me on.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I've got plenty of administrative stuff to do after podcast. If you just
2: want to co-work for a little bit. That sounds amazing. I love co-work. It's <laughs> is, is like amazing. I'm so glad I, I found this was a thing.
0: Body doubling is for sure incredibly handy. I, I see so you now. I find it strange that body doubling is very effective for me, but I absolutely hate going to the office and like sitting in a cube with people. I'd much rather be at home doing the work because I can focus and there's less
2: distractions. Make it make sense. I feel like... Make it make sense, Brian. That makes sense, though, to me, because when I was at college, I didn't really enjoy working, like, in a classroom with people. But, like, if I was doing my own thing in the library with other people doing their own things, like, I got on so much better. And I feel like with co-working you're not all doing the same thing so no one's going to be like oh have you done that thing yet for the thing that we're working on like they're working on their own thing you're working on your own thing and I feel like there's less pressure with that type of co-working definitely I always enjoyed working in the library
1: you guys know I run a co-working space in real life (laughs) so I know all about co-working and how helpful it is and um if you're new to like the world of co-working, you can do it digitally like um, staff talks about where you either go on a Twitch stream with somebody and they're working on something and you're working on something and maybe they do the Pomodoro method of working for 50 minutes and breaking for 10 or whatever their time is. Um, and just ha- knowing that somebody is next to you virtually working is so helpful. But if you're also somebody that works from home, Um, and pretty much co-working spaces are all over the world now. Like they're everywhere and in every place you go probably has one. Um, it's great because like Dana said, you're working with people in the same room and you're working on things, but you're not working on the same things. So there's not the pressure of somebody being like, Hey, did you finish your task? Like, but to have, be surrounded by people working is really, really helpful (laughs) for like a lot of people. There's a lot of data and stats that, that back that up. (laughs)
2: I think
0: that's the key is that we're working on different things and that person's not going to be like hey Steph can you do da 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 -da for me because like no I can't I'm working (laughs)
2: exactly Um, they're not gonna ask you to do something for work
0: (laughs) no yeah it's they they've got their own um so on that on that same topic uh I tend so Dana does her co-working, which is my morning because we are on opposite ends of the planet. Um, so Dana does her co-working in the morning and then I do my co-working technically when it's nighttime for Dana. Um Middle meaningful working hours. <laughs> like I feel guilt in my days, not anymore because my Mondays are now literally like the meetings during the week. I love my boss. Um, I suggested that like, since we have like seven actual working hours of meetings every week, we shove as many of those as we can on one day. So we actually have more time during the week to get work done. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he did it. And I love it. It also means I can never call in on a Monday ever in my entire life because I'll miss all the meetings for the week. But (laughs)
1: yeah that would terrify me i'm glad it works for you because i would be like a whole day of class no thank you
0: oh i love it because that means like it's five less calls during the week you know i get five hours back in my week um phone calls take a lot of time (laughs) it's 30 minutes preparing 30 minutes like sending meeting notes out and doing tasks afterwards like it's a two-hour commitment for every meeting um just it's just crazy. The world's on fire and I'm worried about KPIs. I, I, Sorry, I just snapped out of that for a second. Um, Meaningful working hours. I feel guilty sometimes during my day. I don't know, like spinning my wheels a little bit. The project's not flowing. I'm stuck on something. I just don't want to do it. I definitely have those days. Everyone does. But being purposeful with your hours at work can definitely help give you a better sense of accomplishment at the end of the project.
1: I That's one of the things I love about Notion is it never makes me feel bad. Like, I don't know if you've used some organizational tasks. Like, it makes me feel really good when I get stuff done. Um, and it does never yell at me. Nothing, nothing. I mean, yours yells at you, maybe, Steph. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not at nice. all. It's
0: just a nice, like, little red... On the date, it just colors the date red. I didn't even know what it meant the first like two days I used the template. Because, like, oh,
1: (laughs) I've used a lot of task management tools that like put up little like exclamation points with that are like red with the little like yield sign, and they're like, this is in all caps, like, this is four days past due, and you're like, that. For my brain, I'm just like, all right, well, now I'm never doing that, and I'm just going to delete this because you (laughs) shamed me, made me feel so bad.
0: What I love, so the Notion template that I'm using, and I I can't wait to link this for you guys. Basically, when I add a task to it, I have to assign a due date, and then it gives me a page where it shows me all the tasks assigned for each date on the calendar. So, I can easily go through and I hacked it, right? I added all of my actual hour long meetings throughout the day and then built in the 30 minute cushion before and after for preparing for and recapping the meetings. So, I will never overbook myself. I can literally just look and, like, I literally do not have a slot in that calendar to add that task in and then. I just kind of put it somewhere that I can do it. And then if anyone's so you're ever like, like pacing hey, yeah.
1: yourself
0: oh yeah, on oh, a perfect great. pace. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Because like, if you give yourself unrealistic expectations, you're going to fail and you're just going to feel like a piece of shit at the end of the day. You're going to freeze up because there's so much there. It's, it's not a good feeling. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Give like yourself me listening
1: cushion. to you saying that, like you add a 30 minute cushion on each end of your meetings. Like my brain immediately is like, that's dumb. Why do you need that? But then when you're like a person living your life in the day and it's 30 minutes before the meeting, you're going to be so glad that you have that time in there. Like, I feel like, especially as someone with a bit of time blindness, like you're like in your head, you're like, oh yeah, that meeting an hour, pff, whatever. It's an hour in my calendar. Like it's so it's so smart of you to know, like the actual real time that things take and, like, the time that you need to – I feel like that is, like, you're you're seriously setting yourself up for success because you aren't going to be scrambling ever. You're never going to be, like, mm-hmm. in a rush or, like, oh, my gosh, I need, like, you know. You, things you, happen.
0: Things come yeah. up. Sometimes things go over. God forbid a meeting go over. It cuts into all of the other times. But through Pomodoro Method – so one reason I really, really, really fucking love and advocate for the Pomodoro
1: Method Real quick, did you already tell us what it is? Like, just real fast, like a real fast beef.
0: Pomodoro technique is basically a way of monotasking in a way. You pick one task, a single thing to get done, and you set a 25-minute timer. And each pomodoro, which is Italian for tomato, it's just cute, I guess. I don't know where that comes from. Represents 25 minutes. You work on it for 25 minutes and you take a five-minute break. And then if you think, for example, checking your email is going to take you an hour, you would set two pomodoros and have a five-minute break in between where you don't do work. And every four pomodoros, you take a longer break, like a 15 or a 30-minute break. Something that Pomo really helped me figure out with being ADHD and being time-blind is tasks do not take me nearly as long as I think they will. It's like the story of the woman that uh, avoided cleaning out her trunk for five years and it took oh gosh, she had seven
1: 17 minutes. minutes or something yeah, like 17 that. Minutes, like it was ridiculous so right? Yeah.
0: Time-blindness is a real issue and it can cause freeze up when it comes to like accomplishing tasks. So through Pomo – Like I have, for example, a weekly retail marketing meeting that I run. I set 30 minutes prior to plan all of the tasks I want to talk about during that meeting. And throughout the week, I have a portion in Notion where I dump ideas and tasks. Like something comes up in a meeting, I add it into that meeting note in Notion. And then when it comes time to build the agenda, everything's done for me. If it didn't come up during the week, we don't need to talk about it. We'll deal with it at another day. So smart. Like, literally, and then 30 minutes after to compile all of the notes from the meeting and send them out via email so everyone knows where they are and what tasks they need to take away from my meeting.
1: That also, like,
0: else did that,
1: yeah. (laughs) That also takes so much accountability, like, off your back because you're like, Look, I sent you everything that you needed to do, so if you don't do it, it's no longer on me. You had a clear and defined list, yeah. I delegated, I delegated so much, like, releasing of so much stress right?
0: It's not my, you know, job to follow up on people. If we get a new brand in and I give it to my retail director and she doesn't think they're good, I'm not going to follow up with her in two weeks and be like, hey, did you talk to that brand and onboard them? No, not my domain. I delegate it. You are a capable human being that can decide if that's a good fit for this company. I don't need to micromanage you into that. It's not my, it's not my domain. Um, so time boundaries, meaningful working hours and blocking the time and having a parking lot list have been like, a godsend for me i'm very yeah, persp- purposeful like. with my eight hours in the day now i still work outside of my eight hours but that's not that because you my want to <laughs> um part of it is because i feel an obligation to because i am like a marketing director associate or not like i feel like that's the expectation but i'm also i've also been really struggling like through the last two or three years of the pandemic realizing that i'm not curing cancer i market for weed It's, you know, why am I killing myself getting projects done when I know that it's too much for one person to accomplish? Like, I burn myself out almost on purpose. It's It's almost like a, like a, it hurts so good, right? But I also don't know how to, like, derive personal, what's the word, value out of anything other than work. It's really fucked it's really messed up but it's just how I That's how I grew up I getting a job and having money was the only way to get out of like shitty situations so all of my energy goes into that but now that I am like obscenely financially safe like stable like I'm good (laughs) I don't need to worry about being financially stable I work and I bring what I need to bring and I have a spouse who also like Works a great job, and you know we've built a life for ourselves. Like fucking, we did it. And what what is that TikTok did sound? It. We,
1: we we did, we did it. it. We did it. From Dora the Explorer. We uh, did it. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> did it. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. There's still lots to learn. Still, oh god, I'm so out of my depth in some ways. But I'm just now beginning the journey, right? So. I just need to humble myself a little bit, and okay, man, it's like you're 20 again, entering that first company and your first corporate job. Put your big girl pants on. So now it's the, the big girl, big girl pants.
2: <laughs> I do find um, the Pomodoro method was very helpful when I first started um, uni. I still use it now, um, but like I didn't know it existed like all throughout college and stuff. So now that I'm like um, going into my second year of uni. It's really helpful like my first two well, it's my first year but I am I'm, I'm doing a modular year so um uh yeah so technically it's my second proper year of uni but it's the uh, third year that I'm actually doing a uni module um and the first like two years in the the first year of uni have have been so helpful just having the pomodoro method and the co-working and I really do recommend it like for anybody who's like, Struggling to do tasks, monotasking sounds amazing. I'm gonna try and do that a bit more, but like Pomodoro method as well. So helpful, <laughs> like so unbelievably helpful. Pick the tasks that make you the most uncomfortable.
1: Start yes. with those. That's so funny. I I have like an opposite problem from you, Steph, because everything that I do is like super open-ended and like has no deadlines. Like nothing that we do is like ever extremely time sensitive. And then also all day long, I have people coming up to my desk saying, oh, I need this, can you help me with this? Can you order this, can you do this? Like all day, I'm like funneling that. So like I needed a place where I could like dump all of my stuff and then I kind of just look at it and I'm like, what, what looks good to do today? And, like, sometimes I'll mark something as, like, this should get done this week maybe or, like, tomorrow. And I'll just, like, bold it in my task list. So, it's, like, opposite problem but same solution kind of that, like, I need it. I still need that organization even though I probably could. Like, I was surviving just fine off of, like, sticky notes. But it's just, like, so much more calmer for my brain. Like, oh, that's – awesome. Like, it's just – whatever you use – I'm telling you, if you are trying to manage everything and you feel like just, I used to literally have this feeling of like, I don't know what I need to be doing, but I know that I need to be doing something and I don't know what it is. And this is causing me stress. Like it would literally be like, I have no idea what I need to be doing. And I'm so stressed, but I can't fix the stress. So if you experience that, Dana's shaking her head. Yes. Saying yes. If you experience that, (laughs) maybe try getting some type of place to dump all your info, which my sister uses um, something called Google Keep,
2: which is apparently
1: very similar that you can kind of dump all this stuff in and it has like to do lists and stuff like that. But um, like if you some people you have a personal discord server where they put all their stuff in like something, get something and just like brain dump. And spend like a week. Anytime you think of like, oh, I need to do that, Brit, Put put it in there. Just put it in there, and then you don't have to think about it anymore. Uh, absolutely.
0: I mean, it t- it takes practice, right? Because not I. I remember in the very beginning of my career, I didn't know what to write down as a task, and I ended up stepping on a lot of people's toes. So it took years of practice in the work setting to like kind of understand what staying in my lane actually meant. And it wasn't so much like, this is my job and this is the only thing that I'm going to do. It's, it's not impeding on everyone else's department around you and just learning how to properly like take your own tasks and notes. I mean, I still do it. I still write down things for retail that have nothing to do with marketing, but then I just hash out those things with my retail director and she gets to tell me if she wants me to do that or not. And (laughs) if I'm helping her, great. If she's like, that's not your job, why do you have that? I'm like, here you go. One last thing off my list.
2: <laughs> yeah. Going back to what Brandon said about um, having all the tasks there, even though they may not be, like, urgent and stuff, I find I do, like... I, I do less work because I'm too busy trying to figure out what I need to do next. Yes. Like those are things I need to do, but like, I can't remember half of them. They'll come back to me later or I'll look at all my sticky notes and I'll be like, which one do I need to do first? Or I'll check my emails to see what, and like it would be so much easier to have everything in one place and then go, Oh, okay, perfect. I'll do that one and that one and that one. Cause that takes me so much more time figuring out what I need to do first then actually just like having everything there (laughs) also how do you prioritize um whatever seems one whatever seems easy to do so if it's like an email that comes through and it's super easy i'll just do it really quickly um if my manager has said i need to do this then i will make sure that is my priority because he's my manager and then um anything that seems important for like as in That needs to get done by the end of the day so like deliveries um people have asked for something time sensitive stuff
1: yeah I love it Dana because I'm like you are just like speaking to me right now because this is exactly how I was living the last like five years of running my business (laughs) just like (laughs) flying by the seat of my pants I hope it'll come back to me sticky notes everywhere and now I get to work and I open notion and I'm like what do I want to do and I just like grab things that like make sense, or sometimes I'll start with something really easy if I'm not feeling that, you know, like excited about the day and like doing, getting one task completed, like kind of gets your juices flowing. it's it's quite nice. I can speak from somebody who was in your position and is now in a more organized state. It's very very nice.
2: <laughs> also, like the worst thing is with all the sticky notes everywhere. I work better with a, a clean, tidy desk. And now since I've taken on more responsibilities, I have sticky notes everywhere, which makes like it harder to think because I've just got all these like things here that I'm like, oh, these these need to be done. And little rem-
1: like they're horribly. they're yelling at you. Yeah, almost. they are. Yeah. I have
2: one sticky
0: note and that sticky note is the task that I'm currently working on. And I That's write that really down smart. And I stick it on my computer monitor because I'm fucking ADD. And even though I have notion and it's all there, I'll open my computer. I'll look at notion. I'll see something else. It's like squirrel brain. It's yeah, yeah. sticky note, mono task, put it on the monitor. Do you I guys feel like updating notion. notion is a during work task or a outside of working hours? Oh, I'm task?
1: constantly changing and updating and moving things around. Like, it's just like, living and breathing with how I'm feeling that day.
0: Sometimes I, I'm afraid that I spend too much time getting organized and not enough time working because I'm always in notion. But it's like, if I look at what I've accomplished in the archive, like I know that I'm, I'm good, but sometimes Um, I feel like I,
1: I keep my tasks, my completed tasks. I keep them on my list for like a week. Because I really like to look in there and be like, look at all the things I've done. Then looking at it gives me like immediate happy juices because it's a reminder. And like it becomes a really positive experience. I never thought that I would like open up what I needed to do for work and be like, yay. And like, that's what I do every time. Like, it's so like, I literally was the person who was like, I'm, I'm so lazy at work. Like, I'm not a hard worker. Like, I always used to say that about myself. And now I'm like, no, you're not. Like, literally, you're so dumb. <laughs> look at all the stuff it's, you did.
0: Yes, look at all the stuff you did. It's And it's, it's okay to get done what you have scheduled in the day and only that. Like, yeah, that's
1: being I don't ever feel bad. Worker. Yeah. Just do what you got to do for that day.
2: There's you... only so many hours in a day. <laughs> Can you do reminders on Notion? Because I feel like you should just, like, remind yourself, like, like have it. You're like, doing great. Remind- yeah, just like, <laughs> you're doing really well. Or like, hey, keep going That's today.
0: You've question. got this. Like, just nice um, things I don't, to rotate. I don't think I've ever gotten a push notification from Notion.
1: So I have, I have that quotes on mine. Um, oh, in prominent yeah. places that I read. I also do this on my phone. I have widgets that just display a quote, like on my phone. Um, it just like, um, in random, in random. I know you can't read oh, that, yeah. but it's just in random spots. So I did the same thing in my Notion. I saw they had a quote thing, so I just added quotes, like on every single page that I look at. There's like a nice, happy little reminder quote. They're all different. Yeah, and like then I'll change them sometimes. I'm like, mm, this one's done. We'll go find a new one. You
0: can set reminders, and I will link it in our Discord.
2: Also, if any of you don't know, we have literally a channel on Notion in our Discord.
1: We Sorry. do have a whole entire Notion channel in Discord now where we share <laughs> templates and tutorials and guides and free goodies and widgets. And um, we're probably making it sound very overwhelming, but it's really fun. It's, <laughs> I,
2: it's exciting. It's like, nice I'm overwhelmed pieces. by Notion. It's, it's very exciting, the, the widget. I'm also I mean.
0: overwhelmed by Notion.
1: I, um, too, like, have
0: been victimized by Regina George. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> My grandma always said... Fill your home with things you love and you will always have a nice home. Like, if your home doesn't need to be stylish, just fill it with things that you love, and that's what will make you happy. So I think the same about my notion. Fill it with things that I love, and then you'll love it. So, like, Dana, you need pictures of your cat on there. Like, just a random photo of Cassie. Like, if you like sunsets, put a sunset photo in there. So every time you open it up, you're like, wow, look at this beautiful sunset. Like, just put the things that you like in there, and then it turns the dopamine higher. It's just more dopamine.
0: If there's a widget that will pull a random image from a certain category.
1: Oh, I like will, a gallery, a little this, gallery. Yeah. yeah, that just like pulls those. from a gallery. Mm-hmm. I bet you that there is a way to have an image that, yeah, yeah. You, we need to find we need to find out about that because then it could rotate. I would love to have my images changing on my Notion because I like to switch things up. I imagine <laughs> that
2: like it's just a sunset. You're like, oh, this is nice. Next thing you know, Cassie. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. See, don't oh, you see wow. how that's going to make you feel so good? Every time you open up yeah. your like to-do list, there's something that gives you instant dopamine. Not I always show,
0: like that. if I get a, uh, my husband sends me a cute picture of the animals, I'll like go to my boss and be like, look, at look look, 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 look how cute they are. I'd be like, oh they're really cute. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go back to my desk now.
1: <laughs> do you feel, I literally, this is just a total side note, so we can't talk about it too long because it's not related, but do you feel like as somebody with ADHD that you have an innate need to share?
0: Yeah. Yes, and it's it's yeah. fucking embarrassing. And I just like, like why do they let me talk to people? Like I say <laughs> the most random fucking shit when people come up to me. Like it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't why would anybody say that? And god, then i, I just Vegas, like, like oh my god. I want to
1: share photos. I want to share stories. Like I want to just share the things going on in my life like all the time. Which is we why we're wanna, content like, creators, we're probably.
0: Last night. It's disgusting. I, I, I,
1: Oh my god, I'm so glad
0: you said that because I'm not the only one. Like, I'm so <laughs> weird. Why do they let me talk to people? I hate being here. Oh, so I cool.
1: share, it was show and tell your favorite day as a kid in school because I lived for that shit. Um, we never no, did that. I that was like a thing I saw on TV. What? I people lived for show and, show and tell. tell? Yeah. When I was like in elementary school and you get to bring a thing to school and oh my it? god. I don't even remember. I couldn't tell I you, but bring I bring just... your
0: parent to school day. Also a thing that you did in school.
1: I don't remember Is that. that. Also yeah. only if We TV? had it. If we had that, I, I don't recall.
2: I feel like can I only ever saw that in like show a and tell episodes.
1: You have can... show and tell at work.
2: No, no. Can we get it? Yeah, no, no it that's what I'm saying. Can, I mean, can we
1: bring it? back show and that would tell? Be great. Like, I mean,
2: <laughs> I don't think I'm going to go to work tomorrow and tell everyone about all the things I brought from TK Maxx that are Halloween. Then like, you know, like they have all this to come. Like they don't know it yet, but I'm gonna walk in like, ah, look at all these things I bought. So that
0: I love when people are like, What'd you do this weekend? I was like, Oh, I crafted. Do you wanna see? <laughs> I make stuff so I don't kill people.
1: <laughs> okay, so anyways, <laughs> going back to workplace organization, I feel like the gist of this episode is Find something that works to get you organized, especially if you are a neurodivergent friend and you are thinking that you're doing an okay job right now living off of sticky notes and random notebooks. I mean, my dad and mom are literally like in almost 60 each and they still use like notebooks and like my mom is always losing stuff like notes. And I'm like, how are you like such a high profile employee and like you have such a big adult job and yet you're like using a literal notebook
0: how do you how have you not like that's like i used to get really mad at myself like god damn it you're so dumb why haven't you improved on this yeah you know you suck with it like it's it's just like i try everything now i i want to try jira and scrum and what is it kanban kanban I keep hearing about it, and my my cousin told me about it, but I just dropped money on this freaking notion. That sounds
1: literally like an illegal substance. I really want to try Scrum. (laughs) My cousin told me about it. I saw it on TikTok. Like, are you okay?
0: (laughs) These are things that have happened.
1: uh Anyways, wait—are they organizational tasks? Yeah. Well,
0: okay. So Jira is like project management software, and I guess it's used in like software development, but it applies to so many other project management areas. And everyone I talked with, they're like, "Dude, you need to try Jira. It's perfect for marketing because most of marketing is very project management like oriented." Yeah, makes sense. And I just like I didn't know that, and then I invested all of those three months into Notion, and I'm like.
1: Well, yeah. at the very least, don't do you it, think do now? At the very least, don't you think that Notion is an amazing home organizational tool like life in general? Like I outside do, of but work. I want you
0: both. Like I yeah. want one that works for both, but the thing is, like I am going to have to somehow when I get an employee at work communicate what's in notion to this employee and what if notions not you just jam? have a parking your lot for your
1: employee where you're just going to dump all the stuff and then every at the end of every day you're going to take your employee parking lot and send it to them in an email
0: yeah and it's like their job to organize their desk. yeah I then they know. do
1: whatever they do with it after that remember That's earlier you said me i email them the tasks and then it's in their hands yeah,
0: I I don't know I don't know why I feel like it's like unacceptable for me as a manager not to give you a project management like solution, but it's okay for like. Well, my you can tell like them like. it to me to run my desk.
1: Hey, this is what I use. If it works for you, cool. If not, here's seven other things you can try. Just give them a list. That's fucking smart. <laughs> Just be like, I use like Notion. It works really good. I use it for everything, but here's all of the things you could try. And if you want to use fucking That's sticky cool. notes, cool. Here's some sticky notes. Like, you know, let them, let them, let them use whatever they want. I have to be okay
0: with them using sticky notes.
1: Yeah, like, be, like yeah, letting I'm them here. succeed with okay. what okay, data, data right. says yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I successfully ran a successfully. We could debate about that. Um, I have run a a working space for the last five years, and we're still doing okay. And I used the sticky I'm notes disgusting. until a month ago. Not even. I would say so.
0: successfully. Yeah. you're still
1: employed. You know, That's like true. you're always. It's, it's doing. We it's didn't doing close. What it needs to
0: do. Yeah. <laughs> so you made it
2: through the
1: panini which is fucking amazing yeah Yeah. we did so that is amazing with sticky notes okay (laughs) you know what though like (laughs) so we've proved here's the thing whatever organizational tool you're gonna use to do your job or that you're using currently is probably going to get you to do your job fine like that is not the part that why you want to change and this is what really clicked for me it's how much stress is that causing you do you want your job to cause you a lot less stress do you want your home life to cause you a lot yes. less stress do you want content yes. creation or whatever your hobbies are maybe you play dnd do you need a place for all of your dungeons and dragons information to live boom Notion, like whatever it is, like if you're managing it fine, like that's fine. But think about for a moment, how much stress is it causing you? Like that's what having an organizational tool removes from your life. It's the mental brain load and the extra stress that comes um, from just like not knowing things.
0: (laughs) I You have to live it before you can criticize yourself for not knowing it i i uh colleague of mine was like doubting herself and i was like you can doubt yourself when you show me where in the handbook exactly where it tells you that you should have done x instead of y and then you can doubt yourself like there is no handbook for how to do your job like we're doing our best and you are fucking capable as fuck look at what you've accomplished up until this day like bro you got this (laughs)
1: I love it. It's so true. It's so true. There's no handbook for life. You, there's no, I mean, unless somebody gave you a handbook and you're not following those rules, then that's a different circumstance.
0: But you know what? Just because <laughs> it's written down, too, doesn't mean it's the best way of doing things. If yeah. we never, or what is it? You always do the same thing the same way. How will you ever expect to grow? Oh. Yeah. I hate when people. We've always done it this way. Shut up. We're not doing it that, that way anymore. That means that we them. even more so.
1: Honestly, if someone ever says we've always done it this way, alright, then it needs to change now. Because <laughs> it needs to the, change now. the fact that it is hasn't, we haven't had a, a firmware update for the last fifty years. We are in mad need of one now. Okay.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we're if we're getting there, I I find that I need to just practice patience because, uh, especially working in my industry. You deal with a lot of startup environments and even if other areas of the business are highly optimized, other areas might still be in startup mode. So like, fucking Patience chill. helpful
1: for <laughs> everything in life. Also, I have tend to have an attitude of like a don't cry over spilt milk. Literally, my mom read that book to me when I was like five and it like changed the trajectory of my life, I swear. <laughs> like, just don't, there's no point in getting upset about small things. Like, it's a waste of your energy, a waste of your time. Yeah.
0: I build in plan Bs a lot. If, you know, like one promotion is kind of like teetering and we might not be able to do it, I'm like, okay, what's plan B in case we can't do it? That way I'm not losing momentum. I'll build assets for both and we can push whichever one is like ready. It's double the work for me. But, but not that much because you're like...
1: just like, what, changing dates and change? Like yeah. it's like it's, minuscule yeah, it's not, work, right? It's the worst, right? Yeah. It,
0: it still takes and time. If to it stop failed, worse it and yada, yada, yada. But like, yeah, if the it's first a, one failed a, and I was yeah. like scrambling, I'd be screwed.
1: It's a cushion, it's a safety net.
0: I'm 23 days behind my ads, it's fine. I'm doing the best with what I have. It's not a big deal. The world is not on fire. The the business is not losing millions because of it. You're
1: fine. Yeah. And if you do have a job where you're causing a business to lose millions of dollars, um, I don't have any advice for you because that sounds terrifying.
0: <laughs> no, because the business should prepare you with resources. Like if the what is my CEO? The fish stinks from the head down. It's their responsibility to equip us with the resources and tools that we need in order to succeed in our jobs. It is not a sink or swim situation. That is a toxic working environment. People don't want to work in that environment anymore. They want to be supported. You have to train people if you want them to do the shit that you want them to do. It's uh it's, it's. I'm very fortunate to work where I work, and it is a hard fucking job, (laughs) but I'm going to learn. I'm beginning my journey. Very beginning, new position, new everything. It's new. New is uncomfortable. I'm going to be uncomfortable for a while. How'd you guys fake it this last week?
1: I'm trying really hard to think about how I faked it, and nothing is super standing out to me. Which is surprising, because I feel like I usually have something similar Dana do you have anything way that you faked it this week
2: I'm trying to think like um, I feel like every time I do it a, um, a, like how I faked it I always feel like I'm not 100% like getting the meaning of what really is faking it if that makes sense yeah I've, I I do wonder sometimes when I'm like oh I did this and it's not so much faking it it's more kind of like learning like maybe that maybe that is a
1: good that is a good
2: because like I, I learned so yeah. much from these podcasts and I feel like we all learn from each other like when we do these because like we all have different perspectives and like like Braylon keeps saying like Steph has um a much different type of um work and organizational skills than maybe Braylon and I have um definitely with the sticky notes apparently um <laughs> but it's really interesting and I I know that we all learn from each other and like we don't just like finish the the episode and then that's it we, don't, we just like don't think about it ever again like I'm always constantly thinking about things like with the last podcast when um Blaze and Steph were telling me like things to help with um with like delegating stuff better like i genuinely took that on board and so for the last two weeks i've been trying to um to make that more of um more of a thing that i'm aware of and more, more of a thing that i do when it when i'm working so like um delegating stuff, not caring if it's perfect but if it like by my standards but if it's perfect by their standards or if they're happy with how they've done it their way that's fine you know that that that's good enough not, not trying to make everything perfect, but just being like, okay, yeah, that's good enough. Because like my standards and their standards are very, very different. And like, if I'm delegating a task to somebody, then I shouldn't expect to hold them to my standards. That's not fair. And like, it seems really like obvious now that I'm saying it and now that I've learned about it, but like two weeks ago, I didn't really like think about it that way. I was very much like, no, it has to be perfect. Oh, I'll just do it myself then And then I was giving myself more work to do and I was getting more stressed for like no reason. like I I'm literally like have minimized that stress just by like the podcast the last podcast
1: <laughs> like,
2: so That's amazing. It's like, I, feel I, like,
1: it, but. I feel like we always have aha moments. Even today on this episode, I was like, oh, you can close out your email. Never would have thought of that. <laughs> like, literally. And then, like, next week I'm going to try this. I'm just going to close my email for, like, two hours and see what happens.
0: It blew so. my mind, too, when I learned I could do it. And I was like, that's that's okay. I'm not going to, like, get in trouble. I don't – I just – I mean, it's great. I I don't know. Like, I – It's not every week that I fake it, for sure. It's definitely not all the time, but there are moments like that I encounter like being uncomfortable or feeling like imposter syndrome kind of creep in. And then it's just like, no, we're fake it. Just fake it until you make it. So, you know, we hired some new people at work and got a... Have discussions and walk them through and not be offended if they're like, yeah, everything you gave us looked like it came out of a PowerPoint template from like 1991. And I looked at the guy, I was like, thanks. I thought it, thanks. I thought it looked pretty okay. But like, you know, coming to terms like, no, you're not a professional in the design space or that's what you would be doing for a living. This is why you hire agencies and employees to help like supplement these areas of your business and you don't <laughs> have it, so to
1: He said chill.
0: He didn't know. Um, (laughs) it's okay. I'm not offended. It was very simple. It literally had a logo at the top with a a plain font face. I did what I could with
1: what I had. So see, you know, next time just choose Helvetica and then put that on black Helvetica text on a white background. You can never go wrong. Okay. I promise you, you just, Wow. Yeah. No. Sorry. All
0: all of their points were incredibly <laughs> valid and I will be, you know, taking that into consideration. But it's like it's it's the faking it as not the person that made it and taking offense and the faking it being the director of the department who's like, Yep, you're right, we need to improve on that and fucking doing it. So it's different headspace. It's uncomfy, but again, we're learning. But that's yeah. how I kind of look at it. But yeah. yeah, oh my god, the learning opportunities, please. I would Which, be learning so um, much this week
1: leads us into honestly our our episode topic for next um, our next episode is school doesn't stop when you graduate. How to work on yourself as an adult. I'm super excited about that one. I think we'll have some great things to talk about. So thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value today. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.